All right, and we live. So, unfortunately, Ray could not make it today. Uh, he didn't tell me why. Maybe he's sick. Maybe he decided, you know, we're too smart for him. I don't know. Maybe he died. He he could have died. <laughs> Poor guy. I mean, you know, maybe maybe he's out spending money on some bitches. Who knows? No, okay. I'll spend money on him. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't have time for that. So, uh, that's why I'm married and have just one person that I can focus my attention on. Yep. Trying to focus my attention on multiple people, not happening. So, but hey, if that's what he's doing, that's what he's doing. I hope all is well with him. Um, he just said he couldn't get on today. So, but don't forget to follow his stuff. Either way, we'll we'll, we'll tell you that at the end. But hey, this is the nerdy phase with Serge and Tom today. Um, I am the host. Um, I kind of went outside the tradition. I, I did a Mario Kart hoodie. You know, it's still video game related. Um, underneath here, though, I do have an Inca Cola shirt. So Inca Cola is my favorite Peruvian drink. Really, really good. So it tastes like bubble gum, I'm told. I, it's the golden cola. So, but yeah, and then we got Tom. He's, as always, he's existing in our space. Um, yep. He's going to continue to exist. We're just going to continue to say he exists because that's his, that's his catchphrase right now. Yeah, because um, I, uh, yeah, no, I don't do anything fun. That's what you get when you're uh, married, have kids, and uh, work all the time. Uh, FML. I hear you. I'm married, have four kids, you know. Yeah. So, but hey, the older the, older the kids get, the the more fun it becomes with other things. Like we we played Fortnite today with uh, nice. with um my oldest, he's ten, and then my uh, my middle son, he's six. And I played uh we played a few rounds of Fortnite. Um, dude, I was, uh, I was sniping left and right. I was like, you know, just like sitting there. I'm like, guys, go after, go after them. And I'm, I see them getting like pincered and they're like, they think they, they think that the, you know, I guess the people they're fighting think, oh yeah, we got some easy people. I mean, they're kids. Of course they're pretty easy. But right before they're, as soon as they get near, I'm like, boom, pop, boom, yeah. pop. All right. You guys are safe now. Go have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, just thanks, sitting there. <laughs> so they're just like Tag you took my kill I'm like yeah they're gonna kill you if I didn't do that um but yeah that it's a benefit of having kids it's fun dad you're you're a, you know uh what a, a kill stealing fuck that's what you are <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah um hey let's always let's begin with uh you know what nerdy thing have we done this week I'll let you go first because uh mine's pretty epic Okay, okay. I, I haven't really done anything epic. Um, you know, it, nothing really. I've been playing One Piece World Seeker. Um, it's no right game. It's uh, it, it's it's an action type RPG, so I don't mind playing it. You know, I, I used to hate games like that because I'm like, oh, it's so repetitive. But now I'm like, it's a nice, relaxing game. Um, so you know, it's kind of cool running around those doofy, um, in this big open world. You know, so my favorite thing to do is like he can like I don't know if you ever seen the cartoon or anything like that or the, the anime. Um but he kinda he can kinda like extend himself, whoosh, grab on buildings and he just launches himself. Um he does you can do that in the game, you just grab onto buildings and launch yourself and just fly for like a few seconds. It's fun. So it's it's a really cool way of getting around. Um instead of having Huh? Yeah. So you played Spider Man? Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> uh, close to it. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've gotten to the point where I can get around and not like touch any buildings. And I guess there's an achievement for it, which I got. But you know, nice. um, I haven't really done anything. I've, um, 
I'm failing my New Year's goal. I said I wanted to finish, I wanted to read two books per per month. Um, I'm I haven't picked up a book in the hot minute since last week. Um, that's actually been like two weeks. So I'm ready. I I'm reading Ready Player Two as well still. Um, but I picked up a a new manga which I've been eyeing for a while. Um, and uh, I'm gonna read that. It's called a uh, Rooster Fighter. So it's um about this chicken. Uh, who fights demons, I guess. It's pretty cool. I read the first couple of chapters of Barnes & Nobles, um, but I'm kind of like the guy's like, I want to sit there and just read a whole book of Barnes & Nobles. I feel kind of bad. <laughs> um, but the, just, the, just the opening scene, he's just like, he's a, it's just this rooster, and he's like, yeah, you see him just like, he, he has this uh, hand uh, bent over, and he's just going to town. I'm like, oh, okay, God. yeah, this is this is a good way to start. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and he's like, oh, and she's like, oh, don't leave. He's like, I'm like the wind. I don't ever stay in one spot. You know, it's it's kind of cool. Um, so, and then of I'm course, debating on got uh, a name like Rooster Fighter. It's like, oh, we all know what this is. This is Cockfighter. You know, and of yeah. course it's kind of yeah. Um, but uh, I still have like uh, 15 bucks left on my Barnes and Noble thing. Um, so I'm debating on what next book to get. Um, I'm been kind of eyeing uh this book called The Tale of a uh, what's it called a, t- a tale of two stories or something like that um it's pretty much a uh it's between tifa and Aerith. it's a final fantasy uh seven uh remake um book and it's based on their and like their their thoughts on what's happening between the both of them you know and how they became friends and what they think is going on so um kind of interested in that um, but most me, of the let me baiting... pause you real quick. That that is one thing that I do appreciate about books. So a lot of times, everybody goes on the rant about how you know, oh well, the books are so much better than the movies, and it's like, oh yeah, there's more like you know descriptions and things like that. But really, one of the biggest things is the fact that you know, not only are you seeing more detail, but you're also actually you know, reading the thoughts of the characters themselves. So you understand their motivations a lot more. You get a much yeah. better character development in a book than you do in any kind of like video game. Or, well, or movie not only or that, but like in Final Fantasy VII, the remake, uh, a little rabbit trail here, nerd fam, but it's all good. We love our rabbit trails. Um, Final Fantasy VII remake, you're not really seeing the thoughts of other characters. It's just you're seeing the thoughts of what they're relating to the main character, which is Cloud. Um, so, but you, but you never really go around playing with Aerith by herself. If you see, if you have Aerith, Cloud is right there. So you just see her talking to Cloud, but you never, you never see her, you know, be like, oh, I think this about Cloud, blah, 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 or think this is, you know. So that's why I was kind of interested in reading that book. But I'm also trying to, like, I'm kind of conflicted because I'm also thinking about buying another book called Ask Ottawa. Um, Ottawa, oh, what was his name? Ottawa, I have to remember his last name. But anyways, he was, he, he passed away. Um, so he is one of the, he was one of the key people in, uh, what you call it? Yeah, it was Satori Ottawa. Um, and he, he was one of the key people of, uh, Nintendo. So, excuse me. So with him being one of the key people in Nintendo, this is this is his interviews, 
and words of wisdom and stuff that he's he he has about Nintendo. So I thought it'll be a really interesting read as well. So I'm just trying to decide between that. I was hoping for more Barnes and Nobles gift cards because that's what I told everybody they literally get me. Um, but it didn't happen. So, um, and then anime. Um, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen finally finished season two. It ended in a, it did end in a fantastic note, and it, it was cliffhanger too. It, so I was pretty, I was pretty bummed out. I'm like, dang, I want more. Um, so but that it ended, and it's it's fine. Um, One Piece started its new arc, the future, um, it's the future island egghead arc. Um, so I've been, I started that finally because the, the the previous arc was the water arc. I think it was like 270 something episodes. That was a four year arc. Because think about it, they only air um, one episode a week, so that's four episodes a month. So, yeah. Four years to finish this one arc, and now they're in a, they're a new thing. But the anime has finally entered its final arc. So, One Piece is coming to an end. It could be two years from now, it could be another 10 years. You know, who knows with this guy? Um, but still. Um, and then uh, I recently discovered this anime called MF Ghost. Um, so, sports animes are not one ones I like to watch, right? Um, but there's been two sports animes that I've been, one that I just recently watched, and then one that I watched a long time ago. So I started like, uh, when was it? Early two thousand, um, I started watching uh, Initial D, and, and at that time it became it was big. A lot of people knew what it was. Have you heard of it? No, I'm not. I mean, I think okay. I've heard of it, but I it probably was because you guys were talking about it. I, I doubt it. I don't think Ray watched Initial D. Yeah, I think you brought it up, and I think right. I don't know. So Initial D is it was pretty much about this. Um, the, the, the it was about the. Uh, street racing in japan and um the whole big thing is that there's a i don't know how familiar you are with cars but this guy with the main character his main car is a chirano 86 um which is just a a a hatchback type car that's not expected to do anything and for whatever reason when he started um when he started uh racing it, you know he was racing against a, a mazda rx7 the first one of the first times and it was just some, you know, they don't, and he and he destroyed them in this. He was just really good downhill specialist, and it's all from there. So it's just about street racing. It's about this eight six that this that destroys Lancers, Mazda RX sevens, uh, Nissan GTRs, which is a Skyline for those who don't know. Um, it's just super unrealistic. I mean, not really. I, I guess it depends, but the way they talk about it is just it's just a sports car, uh, street racing. I I. <laughs> I really wanted to, um, you know, for for a long time, I really wanted to do a street race. Um, my first car I bought was a Dodge Neon SRT4. Um, if you, for those who don't know, that's the in 2005. That's when they stopped making it. But also that year, that's when they won the, the WRC for its category. So the Dodge Neon SRT4 was turbocharged. So, you know, I really. <laughs> um, I thought it was cool. I, I got into a car wreck with it and killed it, so it made me sad. And I don't have a whole lot of pictures of it because at the time, I didn't really have an eye. We didn't have smartphones when I had that car. So yeah, it was it's just digital camera age at that point in time. 
yeah, so I lost a lot of those pictures, but it was cool. It was red. It was fast. Um, my mine could have been faster, but I didn't. I mine was an automatic transmission, not a manual transmission. They came out with two two models of that, but it was still pretty fast considering. Yeah, because it was still turbocharged. So, but you know, it is what it is. I I slid on weather like we have now. It's it was negative four here. We had ice and. It wasn't quite negative like that, but I slid on ice and killed it. Yep. So, but anyways, so initial D, I, I kind of, um, it's always been a filler anime, a filler anime for me. So just recently I watched, um, I finished watching it because I was, I do chores and, um, dishes or anything like that. I watched TV in my kitchen. Um, and, uh, I finished initial D again for the first, I finished it for the first time and then realized there's a fifth and final stage because uh, Crunchyroll only has four stages, um, four, four seasons. So, but I, I can't find the other season unless I go stream on some stupid, um, one of those websites where you can stream for free. But I, I honestly, I used to love stuff like that, but I hate it because the first off, I, I don't want to sit there and be watching all of a sudden like, this girl bent over showing her booty just comes at me and be like, hey, click here. I'm like, no, I don't want to see this. You know what I mean? Those websites are just fiddled with with so much porn spam or just spam in general. Um, you click a link and four windows open up. You have a virus. Oh, click here for more fun times. I'm like, yeah. no, I don't I've want never that. Been lied to so, more than one. There's never 40, you know, uh, a bunch of horny milfs in my area. It's always a lie. Yeah. So... <laughs> So I'm just I just had a fan of that. So I I found it, but it's, so I found fifth and final stage, but it's just really hard to watch because. But but MF Ghost, um, I saw this. I'm like, oh, it's a cool, it's a racing anime. It's okay, okay, cool. I'll you know I'll I'll put it in my watch list. And then for whatever reason, I I was like you know, just looking, and then so I saw something on uh, Facebook. Oh, the new MF Ghost, the sequel to Initial D. I'm like, the sequel to Initial D? What? Huh? So I read the synopsis of what happened in Initial D, so I didn't have to finish the episodes. Because I could kind of guess for the most part. And I started watching MF Ghost. I'm like, oh, now, okay, cool. Not that we ever encourage doing anything that is questionable by the law. However, though, have you not thought about trying to torrent it or anything? Um, I have thought about trying to torrent it, yeah. Um, but uh, it's one of those one of those things where, depending on how you first watch it, Mm-hmm. It's um, you know, whether it's sub or dumb, there's some animes I can go both ways. But the thing is, with Initial D, they talk about so much technical stuff that it's just easier to watch it dub because they actually talk about the the weight ratio of a car, the grip on the tires. Oh, does what a, type of engines? Is does a a a dub version not exist? Is that what you're saying? Um, as of right now, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I haven't found one for the. Okay, you know. So, but there's one website I haven't looked at that I can probably look at, but yeah, you know, but we don't do anything illegal here, nerd fam. Um, get all your get stuff legally, Crunchyroll. Um, so I've, 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 I haven't really torrented anything forever. I stream everything. It's first off, look, it's eight bucks a month. I'm not here advocating for Crunchyroll, but eight bucks a month is and we all use it there's it. plenty of well not i mean i'm not currently paying for it but we've all used it at some point in time it's got a good selection you know it's like okay i could pay for cable and you know see these shows right when they come out or 
Or I could just wait a year and they'll pop up on Netflix or Amazon or something. And then I'll just watch it when I watch it. Yeah. So, uh, um, so I'm with Ghost. I've been watching that. Um, really good so far. It's I'm on the last episode. But the last episode isn't dubbed. It's still subtitles. So I'm waiting for the dub. Because I, I watched every episode dubbed. So I'm like, eh. I'm going to watch it dubbed. Um, what other? Uh, Blue Exorcist. Blue Exorcist. Um, third season came out. So. Um, Blue Exorcist is unique. Um, it's one of those. So let's see, season one uh, was twenty six episodes. Season two was twelve, and you know I don't know how much season three is gonna be. But when you watch Blue Exorcist, if you watch season one, it ends in a happy way. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Then you start season two, it has nothing to do with what happened. You're like, what's going on? So, Blue Exorcist, when they got to, like, episode 14, 15, something like that, and season one, they caught up to the manga, and instead of ending it, the animators just did their own thing. So they went completely off the rails, wrote their own story, did all that stuff. So, if, you, if you're interested in watching Blue Exorcist, watch season one up until episode 14 or 15. Um... I'm not spoiling anything, but it's a fight with him in the forest, and he goes berserk. Um, and then stopped at a stop for like an episode, like I'll say 16, probably the final one to watch. Um, and then just look it up. The, the, the internet will tell you, but then you start season two, and it, and it makes more sense. It took me a minute to figure that out. So, and then I've been watching Solo Loveling. Uh, did I say that? I didn't know. Solo Loveling is really good. It's um the episode I just watched, the, the latest episode was brutal. Yeah, you brought like, that uh, brought that up on the last last podcast. I think you brought it up on the last podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, but this I watched episode two, um, and the brutality that that just that did not end. It became even more brutal. So Crunchyroll as re- well, I assume. It's on Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's um so it was a uh, you know. Yeah, it was really good. I don't want to spoil a whole lot, but um, just 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 the scenes. It's just like, well, wow, can't expect that. And he convinced my wife, and uh, you know, maybe we need to cut down on one of the uh, streaming platforms that we're using, so I could pick up Crunchyroll, so I could yeah. start binging through some shows. Just one of those things. Like, I don't really do a whole lot of TV watching time and everything, so I don't exactly. So yeah, just uh, I never get around to it. But no, like what you know, we're uh, here on uh, the nerdy phase. We're just a bunch of pores trying to uh, you know make a podcast. So you know, it's not like we get access yeah. to everything. But eh, whatever. But yeah, I mean, as far as as far as my nerd stuff, that's what I've done. Just anime, you know. Yep. Gaming, so nothing much. That's fair. What All about right. you? So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen for this one for the. Grand reveal. Uh, <laughs> entire screen. We're just gonna do this entire screen. Share. So yeah, I played Twilight Imperium. Uh, second time I've ever played. Uh, we. I woke up. I was supposed to wake up at like six o'clock in the morning. Didn't wake up till six thirty. Uh, woke up. Didn't take a shower or anything. Threw my clothes on because it was fucking cold. Uh, had literally had my snow boots on, a pair of um, pajama pants on underneath. Got out. Drove, uh, got all my stuff. Well, yeah, got up, got all my stuff ready. Drove over to my cousin's house. Um, I got there about seven thirty. 
probably start playing after setup somewhere between you know closer to eight thirty. Uh, we didn't get done playing till about eight forty that night. Uh, this game, on average, takes about ten to twelve hours. You know, even longer depending on how many people we got playing. We could have played longer. However, though, we um, um, uh, due to inclement weather, everybody was being a big pussy about everything. They're like, oh, it's snowing. I don't want to die when I drive. It's like, right? I don't care. Like, you're, you're, you, you, if you, we were going to play this game, you know, to the fullest extent, then we should have just played it on a different day, which is damn near impossible to get that many people coordinated to do something like that. But like. You don't get a whole lot of opportunities to play a game in that kind of setting, so you kind of have to do what you got to do. So, that being said, uh, played. It was awesome. Here is a picture of the board that we had going on. So, I was essentially the Empire. I, I was the Barney of Lev... Latenev? I forgot who it was. I don't... There's a, a shit ton amount of uh, lore that's in this game. But, yeah, um, yeah. You know, because you've got all these different races. So, pretty much, I was the Empire. Uh, my buddy Ron sitting next to me. He was the um, he was uh, Space Turtles. Uh, so, my biggest thing was I am able to have a shit ton of ships. Uh, I wasn't able to get the shit ton of ships that I wanted, but um, plus I've got a bunch of so pretty uh, the Armada. That's that's my entire thing. I get an Armada of ships. I get bonuses anytime I want to bombard any planets and the units that are on it. Uh, but then I, I had a lot of fun, but at the same time, I really wish I would have sat somewhere else because I was really nervous on anything that I did because uh, he had these mechs. And if I moved anywhere around his mechs, he was able to just take pot shots at me. He hmm. could have destroyed any of my ships. And um, you said, how long does this game take to play? You said 12 hours So, So for us, so yeah, it was about a uh, 12-plus hour game yesterday. Uh, last time I played, it was somewhere, I think, 10 or 11 hours we played last time I played. Last time I played, I was playing the, uh, the Space Pussies. The yeah, space, space Cats. Space Pussies. Uh, no, just some, uh, Space Cats. Uh, they are, like, a banking clan, so they've got all the money, I've got all the ships, he has awesome defense. Uh, these guys are, like, nomads. So, mm -hmm. you have your home planets that everybody gets. They don't. They have a home planet, but their home planet are just space potatoes. Uh, they're just. Uh... So if you know anything about physics, you know if you get to a certain size of anything of mass, you have an actual sphere. If you start going down there, like in our asteroid belt, there's not a whole lot of mass there, so everything kind of turns into like an oblong space potato. So because of that, he's actually able to bring all of his stuff with him. So you get these little builder things he was able to take his builders around with him he even created a little death star thing of course anybody who knows anything about uh this game is probably getting triggered that i'm not using any of the right names hmm. but um but yeah no the, the game was awesome i would definitely uh it's an expensive game like 130 bucks for just the base game another 100 bucks for the expansion uh all these things like so these boards right here these were bought off etsy this was bought through some uh, company through uh, through Canada, uh, made out of some really nice wood, and they click together just fine. Uh, he's got two boxes, and his boxes won't even shut flat because he's got so, so many extra expansions. Go ahead. So what's the objective of the game here? So the objective of the game is you want to get 10 victory points. 
Um, so you get those points by doing a few things. So one, you get um, secret objectives. So my secret objective is having at least one ship on a uh, over a planet where the space dock is, well, where an enemy space dock was. So if I had my ship over here... See, I see there's we... a pink person that picked, so this pink person got all the way there? No, that's purple. Pink. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, the screen might not be showing it, but yeah, this is a more purple color, it's more pink color. So the blue guy had a space dock over here. Was it, here? It, was, it was here. Regardless, he had a space dock there, so because I had a ship that was just kind of hovering in orbit... Uh, for one turn, I was able to get that. Another one is having um, three ships in um, void areas. So you've got like, this is a void area, that's a void area. So pretty much there's no planets. Um, so that's another way to get a victory point. Another way is by having units on this uh, the center planet. That's kind of like Coruscant, uh, more or less. And then if you get the Imperium card, which... So there's eight of these cards. Here, actually, let me do this. Uh, I don't need you. I need you. There's an online version. So there's eight mm. cards. So there is leadership, diplomacy, politics, construction, trade, warfare, technology, and imperial. Uh, so like one of the ways you get points on here is uh, immediately score one public objective uh, if you fulfill its requirements. Cool, you get a point. But also you gain one victory point if you control uh metacor uh, sorry uh mechatol rex otherwise draw one secret objective um and then you have these secondary abilities that everybody gets to use uh spend one token from your strategy pool to draw one secret objective so because um somebody had stuff here if they had the uh number eight card they just automatically got a victory point so whoever gets the 10 victory points first uh, they win. But yes, it is a fascinating and amazing game, but you need to have people. Uh, if you have like three people, it might only take like eight hours to play. So it, um, and I'll try to get through this pretty quick. Uh, so you have, everybody has these different rounds. And so if I do something in order around, everybody gets to do something. And then after, so it's almost like poker, you know, so if you, right, if I raise, everybody else gets, gets a turn. If I stay, then I stay, but the thing is, though, is if I stay, then this person gets to go. And if that person gets to do anything he does, everybody around gets to react to what he does. So that's why the game takes as long as it does, because, you know, one round will take like an hour and a half. And I think that, that's, like that's pretty cool. I, um. And I see that's made about fantasy flight games. I'm I'm pretty familiar with them. Um, they make uh they make lots of cool games. I think they have a few games on my list that I want. Um, I don't think I have anything about fantasy fantasy flight games right now, but mm -hmm. nonetheless, they're uh they're pretty big. Actually, um, I think I have like a mobile game by them because they did this uh, Cthulhu game. Okay. That I may have, but no, they're they're a great company, so. Yeah. Um, so, um, oh, and let me also. So that one image that I, I showed, where um, uh, where I was able to show you the imperial card, the imperial mm -hmm. card, that one is a. The screen that I showed you is an online version of it. Uh, so 
me, my the, the the person to my right and the left on that board that I showed you. Uh, we went ahead and started up a game just so we kind of figure out the mechanics of it, and then eventually we're right. going to play like with like eight players online. And online now the game's going to take like a few weeks to, to finish. Do you have to pay to play online? It's free. Uh, you have to have a certain code uh, to get in there. Which if you want to play, let me know. I'll make sure you you get into it. But I might be interested. To, I definitely. I'm trying to figure out the best way for you to get into it because the interface on this it's a it's a web browser it's a uh, application on your phone mm-hmm. and same thing with the uh, the PC so it's not an application you you have it's just a web page you could pin to your start bar more or less you can open up and and play so the controls aren't exactly the most intuitive and the gameplay itself isn't exactly the most intuitive. So if you would like to play at any point in time, I'd be more than happy to start up a game just to go over. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'd be interested. Yeah, it's one so. of those things like we would have to take a couple hours, hang out on on like a stream or something so I could show you just how to fucking play. That sounds good. Um, I mean, that sounds like a really cool nerdy thing to do. Oh, God, I, I really good. wish more um more of the cool bo- board games or more. Uh, I really wish they hit more online things of it because there's a lot of cool board games. Mm-hmm. Um, I just you know, I mean, Ticket the Ride has some stuff online, which is kind of cool. I thought about really getting, I thought about getting that a lot of stuff online. I have Ticket to Ride San Francisco. But, um, um, I'm trying to talk to my cousin into uh, installing a a webcam above the board, and then we can literally just go back and play it. Um, oh, this game would be a lot easier on tabletop simulator though. Uh, the de- the the assets exist, so all I got to do hmm. is just go to to the what do you call that? The workshop. Download the assets, and you can start playing. So, um, I would say if you and I were going to play, we probably want to go ahead and play on tabletop first, and then we can play this, so you can literally just pull up your phone right. and day. Because you'll get a notification, hey, it's your turn, and then you just go in and then do whatever. Uh, I just think it's funny, because one of my favorite board games of all time came out in 2002. It's yeah. now a pretty rare board game. It's Star Wars Epic Duels. You yeah, played that no. before? Well, we we talked about it last stream, yeah. Okay, that's so remember the short you're talking about the other Star Wars game. That was Star Wars: All Jedi Unleashed. Yeah, I know, but yeah, we yeah. talked about the other one. Yeah. So. Yeah, I Jedi Duels. Uh, which again, those assets also exist on Steam. On uh, nice. Sorry, uh, 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 Tabletop Simulator. Nice, nice. So actually, that's what, anyways, no. If if you want to get that, if you pick up Tabletop Simulator, I will. We will download the assets, and you and I we could start playing. Um, uh, the Jedi Duel game. That'd be cool. Yeah. But um, anywho, let's uh, let's get into our next segment, right? It's nerd news. Um, nerd as news. always, nerd news. This is the this is where we nerd fam. This is where we tell you what's going on in the world of nerds. So as far as what we all like to nerd out about anything. So, but let's let's start off with something simple. Um, this this was a wild card weekend for the NFL. Uh, you know, I don't know how much you follow football, Tom. Um, uh, I wasn't real big in the following NFL or anything like that up until just recently, um, because you know, trying to learn this stuff from the nerd fam. I was huge following football for a while back in my early college days. We're talking about twenty years ago. Then I quit. Got bored. And then then T Swift started, you know, boning a football player, and then you're like, oh my god, I'm all about football now. Travis Kelsey. That's right. <laughs> Swift Nation. We're mentioning your we're mentioning your girl and your boy again. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. 
Shout see, out I to know, them. See, with my thing with sports is I, I love sports. I love playing sports. If I'm watching any game, be it football, hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer, I know what the rules are. I know how the game's played. Now, of course, well, if, you okay, that's a, a... if you throw my on a football field, like I'm going to struggle, like you know, catching and throwing the ball the right way and everything. I don't know how to tackle anybody to save my life. At least a a good efficient tackle, just because I've never played it. But you know, I, I I play baseball. I played soccer. I play lacrosse. Um, you know, I I played street hockey, which isn't the same. But you know, I. I, I know, uh, like, one of my favorite things about me is that despite being, like, a band nerd and loving video games and doing Boy Scouts and all these things, like, you know, I always like to say I don't do it all, but I've done it all, you know. Um, I hear you. Like, I, I suck at basketball, but, you know, a couple of years ago, I was over at my uh, my brother-in-law's house, and we we're all hanging out, drinking, and we went outside and played horse, and I got in second place. I'm like, oh, damn, you know. so. Remember, kids, whether or not the kids want to play sports or not, get your kids involved in sports just so they're not fucking losers when they grow up and they have something to do with other people at a bare minimum. But this week we had, a, um, you know, the, the, the team that made it to the, the, you know, we started the wild card weekend. Um, Ravens for the AFC are on bye, and San Francisco 49ers for the NFC are on bye as well. They They both got first round. Uh, first, they, they both got their first seed. What that means, if you are the first seed, um, in your conference, you get a bye week. So, which works out. Um, so this week we had Dolphins and Chiefs play. Uh, fun fact about that game: it was negative four degrees when they were playing out there, the fourth coldest NFL game in history. So. I saw a uh, a clip on on uh, on Twitter the uh, the other day. Oh, I get not the other day, but uh, I think earlier today of some some crazy ass guy with no shirt with a beer in his hand, you know, yelling. Yeah, you see all the steam coming out of his mouth. I'm like, Jesus. Fuck. Andy Reid, the head coach, he had um, icicles on his beard. Yeah. Oh, and then there was also a I don't know which game it was, but on the jumbotron, somebody got caught uh, doing a uh, a key of coke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what game that was either, but we'll just say one thing about this game. You know, the Chiefs won twenty six to seven. Sadly, um, you know, nerd fan. For those who don't know, I'm a I'm a Dolphins fan, so I just gonna have to accept this loss. I've lost the Dolphins lost to the Chiefs twice, one in Kansas City, one in Germany this year. So it is what it is. Uh, Chiefs uh, move on. Um, you also had the uh, the Browns and the Texans played. I mean, the Texans came out to play and they crushed the Browns, so they won forty five to fifteen. Um, and then you had the Packers Cowboys. I didn't get to watch that game, but it looked it was really, really good. Packers um, came to play and they um, they beat the Cowboys. So the Cowboys were the second seed in the, in the, in the NFC, which is really surprising. I you know who would have thought the Packers would beat the, the Cowboys, but. You know, just because you're good, just because you're good in the regular season, postseason is a whole different animal. Um, you know, some people uh, suffer from. They may be good in the regular season, but some quarterbacks suffer from choking, chronic choking. It's a it's a real disease. So, and Dak and the quarterback for the Cowboys, Dak Prescott. For all you Cowboy fans out there, that's that's okay. I'm I'm gonna say this. You guys want to leave negative comments? I'm all fine for it. Dak Prescott chokes in the playoffs every single year. Just saying. 
So, and then the um, the last game I'm gonna talk about the the Lions Rams game. That was a that was an interest. That was a good game. The Lions won twenty four to twenty three. Good game. <laughs> and this is the first time that you've seen the Detroit Lions win a, a playoff game in thirty two years. This is history in the making, there, fam. And a uh, fun fact about the game: so the quarterback for the Detroit Lions, uh, Jared Goff, um, used to play for the Rams. And the quarterback for the uh, for the Rams, Matthew Stafford, used to play for the Detroit Lions last year. Seems like so, or twenty twenty. So, <laughs> so it's kind of cool. It was twenty twenty when they when they you know. But anyway, that's that's it for sports as far as news goes. Um, we'll see the um the rest of the next two team next set of teams play tomorrow. Uh, we're talking. We're, we're uh, you know maybe we'll discuss that next podcast, but it'll be a uh, Buffalo Wild Wing or Buffalo Wild Wings. I just I just say Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm an idiot, never fam. So Buffalo Wild Wings is delicious. They do have great sauces. Their chicken just sucks. So that's what I meant to say. The Buffalo Bills will be playing the Steelers, and then you will have the who uh, the the Eagles versus the Buccaneers. So those are the next two games left, and then we'll move on to the divisional round. So we'll see how it goes from there. Um, my prediction for this year for the Super Bowl, um, you're gonna hear it here, and you're gonna and you know, you're gonna hear it from me first. Detroit Lions, Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl with Lions winning their first Super Bowl ever. That's what I'm going for, you know. So, but we'll see. All right, next piece of news. All right. So, Game Shark, right? Do you remember Game Shark back in the day from the PlayStation? Hell, uh, did I have one? Yeah, I had one for the Game St- uh, PlayStation. I had one for N64. I had one for my. Did I have one? Yeah, I had one for my Sega. Mm-hmm. I want to say I didn't, but my cousin had so, one for the uh, uh, the S uh, for the SNES. So the the Game Shark, for whatever reason, um, you know, it was. Gaming in the '90s, early 2000s is so much different than it is now. Game Shark was a device that you plugged into the back of your your PlayStation or plugged your cartridge in there, and and it enabled you to have cheats. Um, to the uh, the save slot so, of the PlayStation, yeah, right. And so you can have like uh, you know, infinite lives, infinite health, max health, never die, you know, things like that. It was the closest um, thing we had to mods back in the day. Right, right, right. But mods, you know, but I mean, some mods don't let you have infinite life. So, so, but, you know, Game Shark is uh, revealed that it's coming back. It's going to be called Game Shark AI. And the only reason, like, no one cared about it. They're like, oh, Game Shark, okay, who, who, blah, blah, blah. Game Shark, I, was, this, was this considered a leak or marketing? Game Shark announced they're going to be releasing Game Shark AI in September, and they're going to release the same the same month that Nintendo Switch Two, um, Nintendo Switch Two Pro comes out, the month of September. So it's funny because it's all it's been all over the the news as far as IGN. IGN is like, oh, Game Shark just leaked something, and then Game Shark came back and like, no, 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 we're we're just speculating. We <laughs> so, um. <laughs> so was it a leak 
or was it smart marketing? You know, I, I personally think it was smart marketing. And I, I think they just did that to give attention to themselves because no one knows what GameShark is anymore. Um, If you're not an old school gamer, you're not going to know what it is. So, yeah, I mean, you got to get the hype up. I mean, it's one of those things. No, yeah, uh, you know, no. Uh, what is it? There's no such thing as bad press. So right. I would imagine they're probably doing that on purpose. But of course, then you've got the the bullshit from um, Grand Theft Auto Six. You know, somebody went in and uh, you know stole all those assets and released it online and everything. And they, you know, fucking shot yeah. themselves. It's like, come on, like nobody. I mean, obviously, people are still playing GTA, but. Like I'm so bored. Like I stopped playing that game a while ago. It's bored. like, come on, come out with new shit. Like, it's like Elder, Sc- the game. Elder, Sc- Elder Scrolls Five, Sky- mm-hmm. uh, Skyrim. Yeah. How many times do I have to see that game again? But then another big thing. Um. So, uh, this this these games have a cult following, and they finally released on Nintendo Switch Online on the Game Boy Advance. Um, Golden Sun One and Two. Um, just your old traditional RPG. I played Golden Sun for a little bit. Um, I might get back into it now since it's on there. It'd be interesting. Yeah. But they have a cult following. Um, people love it. Uh, there's one person on the Nintendo Voice Chat that I listen to. Um, her name is uh Reb Valentine. Reb, if you're listening, if you ever listen to this, I'm shouting out to you. So, um, it'd be cool if she did, but I don't think she ever will. But yeah. maybe we can make that happen. We can dream, can we? Yeah. But Reb Valentine loves loves these games and it was funny because the the week before these games released the podcast recorded she didn't know they were coming out and she was like i wish one of the things that came out on this was um things that they're anticipating for 2024 she was like nintendo needs to release golden sun one and two on the game boy advance emulator that's next dope. week i that happened i so. almost shot myself when uh fire emblem came out like that's like the only fire emblem oh game yeah I've yeah ever played and it's such a cool concept of a game you know with the fact that like if you lose one of your characters you fucking lose your character and you're fucked oh Um, man that was rough so like luckily on the switch you could save your your progress so it's like you know every couple turns i'll go ahead and save you know uh uh, you know do a do a save point just so i could go back so i don't have to replay the entire chapter over again i just rewind what so yeah nintendo online you can rewind what I haven't. How do you... <laughs> so if you if you make a mistake, you hit the L and R button and you rewind. Oh, I never looked at. I just I literally either exit game or or save save point. That's it. Yeah, you can rewind. So. Oh shit! That could have saved me so much time when I was playing through that. <laughs> I haven't beaten it yet, but you know I've I've uh, I beat, um, the, beat the first main story portion. Is this is the, the the one that's on there? Fireland, one with uh Lynn, Lindis, Elwood, right? Hector, so because I remember the first Fire Emblem game I played on the on that on the on the on the Game Boy Advance. I played it when it first came on Game Boy Advance, and I remember I, forgot, um, I, I muted myself. But Dorcas, Dorcas is one of the names. He's the one with the throwing axe. Okay, he's uh, he's, he's OP. I like him. He's not OP, but I like him. It's kind of funny because like this game, like when I first played it, I I did the, I went through the whole thing, and there's one character that I lost early on. As soon as he came on, I didn't. Um, I lost him, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that again. So I just, I just left him dead. Um, it was this pirate guy who appears. He comes to help. He's a pirate, and he died. I made a mistake. He died, and I was like, dude, I was doing so good, everything. So I left him dead. Well, I did not know 
that was going to happen. I didn't know they died a permanent death. Yeah. And that's when I first found out. But then I, I got to the last boss, and it was this guy in this, um, you know, th- this guy in the turban. Uh, I'm not going to give you a strategy how to beat him or what he does, but let's just say that um, I tried multiple, multiple times to try to beat him without losing a single character. I found that impossible. I ended up having one character left by the time he died. I'm like, this is the last boss. It's got to be. Because I looked it up. And so I was like, this is the last boss. I, I'm, I'm just going to go sacrifice. So I had, there was no other way I could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe now since I'm older, smarter, maybe I can do it. Wiser. Yeah. More I always hated the inventory system. Like, because, like, you know, oh, you, yeah, need, yeah. you need to have some backup weapons. Like, there was no, like, storage. Like, between missions, you could throw shit. Which I think that would have made made the game a lot better. I'd like to see a mod of that game on on the PC so I could play the game, but then I also like, you know, they add in like some storage containers or just allow you to carry more things because you only yeah. carry like yeah. You it's only been like that since the dawn of time though. <clears throat> oh yeah. Cause even well, even even if you go to the other ones, it's, it's, you still can't carry very much. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, I, I would like, I would like that feature on there, because um, yeah, I, I've lost so many, you know, health potions and stuff, or vulnerary or whatever the fuck they call it. I lost right. so many of those just because, you know, I'd pick up things mid mission, and I'm like, oh shit, like I didn't, I didn't know this, and you can't like go back for the item later, right? So, um, but anywho, let's let's move on. Fire Emblem is a great series. Oh, yeah, um, newest game on there is Fire Emblem Engage on the Switch. Um, I want to pick it up. I just haven't yet. I heard it's really good. Mm-hmm. So it went back to its roots, apparently. Um, but Stranger Things 5 is now in production. Stranger Things Season 5. Um, it still has a crazy release date of 2026. 2026 you know, it's almost it's almost dying because when the last season came out, like 2021, 2022, 2022. Early 3? Was it early three? Maybe yeah. late, maybe late two or early three. One of the, uh, probably no, because they did a two, they did a two parter, I think. Oh uh, yeah. So they did, they did um early three, late and middle three. Because it was once in the summer. Well, I thought they did October around Halloween time. Oh, maybe. Yeah, whatever. But you know, still really good show, so I'm pretty excited. That hopefully it doesn't get doesn't take that long. Yeah. But you know. And then uh, one of the things the it's kind of funny we we've talked about this before, um, but they the uh, the makers of Hogwarts Legacy really wanted to brag. Hogwarts sold 22 million copies last year. Um, it was the best-selling game of 2023. So let me um, let's uh, you know, what's his name? Jeff Knightley. Jeff Knightley. If you ever listen to my podcast, I have one question for you. Why? Why did your committee, why did whoever is in charge of the Game Awards choosing games, why did we snub Hogwarts Legacy when it was the best-selling game of 2020? Makes no sense to me. Yeah. It, it wasn't in any category whatsoever. And so kind of going back to my rant you know, a while back about um, uh, the new Star Wars game and everything, uh, Jedi Survivor, like that game came out it was shit. Great, I mean, great story thus far, but still shit in terms of overall production and how many people bought and all that kind of good stuff. And 
so did Hogwarts, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. They had a bunch of issues on release as well. They patched most on of the PC, issues. On PC, though. Yeah. That's the thing is, PC is the one they can shit on. Because console, I got that game on release on console. It ran beautifully. No mm-hmm. glitch. I, I I didn't have any crashes. I didn't have anything like that. It was it was good. But, but the point yeah, being, PC... though, is they, they fixed the game. And it sold more than anything else. And it wasn't on Game Awards. It's just mind-blowing how mind something sold and... that well. And that was released. So, um, I don't know if anybody here uh, watches uh, Game Theorist, which Matt Pat is going to be stepping down from that, which is interesting. It's going to be equals I heard three all that. over again, and he's going to... That... So, Thank yeah, you. That's my next piece of news. Yeah, so, Matt but Pat I... stepping down. Yeah, I'll get back to that. Um, but, you know, he was talking about, like, one of the big <laughs> things about games and scoring well at least for the game awards is an early release the earlier you have to release because a lot of these people playing these games you know because you know people our age people in their 30s 40s you know they're playing video games and they have lives so they can't just take an entire day to play half the story you know or they they can even play you know a they you know, we only get a few hours a week to play video games. So if you release the game early, that gives people more time to actually play through the game and enjoy the game and have an opinion on the game. And, you know, despite the game doing as well as it did and being released as early as it was, there's absolutely no reason why it shouldn't have been Game Awards. But whatever. Yeah, no. I agree. It, it should, you know, it really should have been at least something. Um so it, I think it's some of the categories that could have been in it. it um, you know, it could have been the uh, action. I would consider that like an action adventure game, action mm-hmm. RPG, action adventure. Yeah, action yeah. RPG. One of those two. I think it could have went best action RPG at least. Yeah, and it should have been a, a nominees for a game of the year, yeah. um, over Resident Evil Four remake. Honestly, yeah. but you know, oh well, who are. Who, Oh, we're not the committee, right? Who are we to say? So yeah, exactly. We're but just some clubs. Anywho, um, the first big game of the year that that the, that people were looking looking forward to, uh, Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. Um, IGN gave it an eight out of ten. Um, one of those games I like. I'm interested in playing because it's a Metroidvania. Um, you know, I am uh, maybe a hot take, maybe not. But one of the greatest games of all time, the one of the I wouldn't say OG Metroidvanias, but one of uh, you know one of the games that created the genre Metroidvania. And for those who don't know, Metroidvania is a company. They recently call it that's because you had Metroid, um, like a game like Super Metroid, which was you go you go through this like weird labyrinth thing, and then Castlevania. The the Castlevania game that did it was Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Same thing. You go through a labyrinth type deal, um, and when you're going through the games that are played like that are called Metroidvanias. Thanks to those two games, that genre was created. So, I was going to say Castlevania Symphony of the Night. You know, once again, you want to leave hate comments? That's cool. It is probably one of the best games of all time. If you haven't played it, it released on the PlayStation, and you really need to play it. It's also on Apple um Apple, Apple Arcade I believe. So, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, one of the best games you'll ever play. Um 
So Prince of Persia uh, got eight out of ten, and uh, it's, it's that type of game. So if you're you're interested, uh, I I recommend it. So you know, I'm it's on my list to play. So what what so, did you call that type of Metroidvania? Type of a Metroidvania game. So there was one game. It was an indie game that got released. It was a digital download only on the Xbox 360. Now you've got mm-hmm. me thinking about it, and now I have to find it. I think Epic made the game. Um, there's several. Was... There's like um, Hollow Knight. Um, you ever play Hollow Knight? It was more 3D. It was like a, an actual 3D game. Um, Hollow Knight to Metroidvania. Um, Salt and Sanctuary. Uh, Blasphemy. The, the, just to name a few. I'll... I'll but... um... I'll come back. I'll literally interrupt the whatever you're saying at some point. That's fine. I mean, you you, yeah. you like to interrupt me anyway. So what what, yeah. what what's new? What's new? Well, nobody. Listens um, and then the final thing, um, this is kind of interesting. I just found out about this today, actually. Um, Microsoft partnered with uh, I can't remember the name of the company now. You can look it up for me. But Microsoft partnered with this company. Um, it's a third party. It's a, it's a it's a third party company. But it's going to be exclusive to the uh, Xbox Series X and Series S. They're making Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. That's the official name. Um, they'll talk about it more in their showcase, which happens uh, next week. So um, it's kind of cool. Actually, I think the showcase happens this week. So because uh, we're this is Sunday that they were recording. But yeah, as far as nerd news, that's that's all we got. Um, a lot of interesting stuff. As far as uh, gaming, sports, you know, uh, nothing really in movies um, that I can think of right now. But you know, we'll get to it. Oscars are coming up for sure. So, but let's talk about the subject at hand here. Um, this past week, they had the CES in Vegas happen. Uh, for those uh, who are not familiar with the CES, is it's the Consumer Electronics Show. Literally, all sorts of companies come out, and they. They talk about, uh, they they display their electronics and they show what's what's cool. Um, so we'll begin with that. But first, first, Tom, we're gonna show you. I'm gonna show you something here. That's literally, uh, let's see here. That is, where did it go? This is one of the things that um, they had the the. C- Maybe I never mind. I'm just gonna do this then real quick. But the um so LG why well, I look for this because I want to show you the video. LG released a uh transparent OLED or they're releasing a transparent OLED. Um I think right now it's concept. But it's it's kinda cool. Uh it's an OLED TV with a transparent display. Um so uh what was that video? But I thought it was interesting because it's it's weird. It's never it's never really been done, and they're they're trying to do it. Um, uh, we'll do this. No, I can't find the video I had pulled up. That's so stupid, you know. But um, but from the way it looks like, it's it's completely uh. We'll do this right here. So. All right, hold on. All right, so check this out, right? I got it here, Microsoft Edge. Boom. 
This is a 77-inch so, OLED TV that you can actually yeah, this see is through. Book on sale. The wall little black film. That? This TV like, to show uh, off that transparent mode. That's, it's, you can go it's, into its cool always-ready I mean, screensaver and choose it, from a bunch of different cool. things in the background. You can show a fish tank. I don't think Clock, weather, you can basically make it behave as if it's kind of regular I mean, television. Bring up that, that black, screen black screen and make it look thing. just television. I didn't know about LG that says that the performance is going to be cool similar that, to maybe uh, like a C4, that. not so, their um, very nice one thing, televisions of the G4 they were and something about the curtains. It's not going to be quite as bright. I watched the keynote again, this is going to be a really nice looking television generally, given the fact that OLED has excellent picture quality altogether. Yeah. So, um, I was mentioning that. Well, I was watching that, and I just didn't know what they were talking about the curtain. So there's actually a yeah. physical curtain that rolls up, and that's pretty cool. One thing I wasn't too sure about how I felt about it is the fact that they've got a um, what do you call that? Uh, so the box that you plug all of your HDMI and everything into. Oh yeah, yeah. It's separate and it's wireless, which makes me mm -hmm. nervous. Um, yeah, they you know, did because... that last year. <clears throat> well, yeah, and it just like. I understand technology has gotten to a point where, you know, your speeds don't, you know, everything's moving so fast, you don't get that much lag. But at the same time, like, because you're having to put in the extra money to make it do that means you're bumping the price up. Like, just run me a cable. Like, everything that my mouse, my keyboard, everything is, is plugged in. Everything's, you know, because... One, I don't want to fucking have to worry about connection issues. Two, I don't want to have to worry about batteries. Three, like, you get literally better speeds. Like, if I, I would love to buy that, and I would love to play video games on it. But it's going to be hard for me to play. Like, there's a possibility that something's going on affecting the signal, and I'm going to be lagging already harder than it's going to because it's not a CRT TV in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have an OLED TV personally. We, we you know, as we discussed at the TV in projector episode, but mm -hmm. um, like this TV is gonna be ridiculous. Like, uh, so like an AK OLED TV, it runs you thirty thousand dollars from LG. You know, first off, um, little uh, as far as technology goes, I I personally relate everything to gaming. Um, mm -hmm. as far as you know goes, because movies and so on. You know, be, are different than gaming. I I relate better to gaming. So, um, game console gaming just got the true 4K with the release of the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X. That is native 4K. Um, Xbox One X was upscale. It had 4K, but it wasn't native 4K. Um, because the games weren't being made in 4K. Even even if the Xbox One X had it, manufacturers weren't making games for the Xbox One X saying, this is 4K, guys. It was still 1080p. PlayStation 4 was 1080p. So, you know, gaming just now got a 4K, and TVs are trying to release 8K. We're not there yet. That, like, there's, there's not really any 8K content out. Movies, you go to the movies, the things like that, we're just off 4K. So, you know, I... Because there, there's a lot of AK TVs that they were looking to release too, but we're not there yet. It's just the technology is not there. Yep. Um. So, but uh, Samsungs are also uh they're doing their LED TVs from from what I saw they're they're doing like um their OLED TVs are going to have less glare. Um, and then they're also trying to do theirs was more of a concept. They didn't really have an actual 
display like LG did. Like they just made a concept. It was just like a little thing. It was like a micro LED. Mm-hmm. They're they're going they're going to micro LED, which is supposedly the next step above OLED. But by the time Samsung releases that, it's going it's not going to be relevant. So there was another TV that um, got brought up. Uh, I don't think they had any keynotes or anything on that, but it was on the show floor. It was a TV that folded up. Yeah, I, uh, I saw that the the seed TV or something like that. Yeah, so I mean, it was the cool because you know it's, it's pretty much literally like it's a tall rectangle, you know, and then it just folded out. And the cool thing is, like, whenever you, whenever it folds open, there's you you can't see the lines. And the way that they do that is because they brighten up all the LEDs right on the lines, so you don't see the black lines. It's a cool concept, but. The reason why they made it is so you could put it on your fancy yacht. I'm like, that's kind of dumb. Like, you know, that's, that's I, I feel like there's better uses than advertising it. Hey, we can put it on my yacht because I can imagine. Like, let's say I have a product. Let's say I'm a salesperson. I have a product. You know, I've got one of those, you know, trucks that are, you know, the the front opens up or the side right. opens up, and then I can have that. You know, so I can. Granted, at that point in time, you could literally just have something flat, you know, on your wall. You know, so it doesn't take up that much space in the first place. But to be able to bring it out, open it up and everything, I mean, it's kind of a cool concept, you know, just being able to, you know, store a very large TV in a very small rectangle box. And you bring it out, folds open. I don't know. Yeah. But the the um the the Samsung's flagship TV this year is the S ninety five S ninety five D. Um yeah. So, but they're kind of saying that the they're, the Achilles heel, um, it's saying that the panels are a bit too glossy and reflective because of the brightness levels on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's why the S ninety five D is popular because they're uh, they're trying to remove the glare from the panels. Yeah. So, but you know that's a whole different subject altogether. But you know it's just that's one of the things. So, um. One cool thing that they uh, that I, something minor, um, I just think it's pretty cool. They released the this company called Clicks. It's releasing a case that you put your iPhone in there and you can have a QWERTY keyboard. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty cool. Asus uh, came up with a pretty cool laptop that I saw. You talk about so, that dual one that folds up? <clears throat> or no. So the one I'm talking about, there's a there's a screen. And then there's another screen where your keyboard would be. And then there's a Bluetooth attachment. You're able to click on it. Then you have a full keyboard. But if you want it to, you can remove it. Then you can open it up and you've got two screens. The thing is, Is it though, the ZenBook Dual, the one you're talking about? Could be. They'll share the screen for me to confirm that. Um, but the big, my big issue is like, it would be cooler if they had an OLED dis- a display that you're able to fold. So then you could literally fold it open and have an entire screen. You know, so either A, right. I have a normal laptop, or B, I'm able to fold it open, set it up on a stand, and now I've got this big, huge, like, 20-inch display versus a 15-inch display or whatever the... That one. This yeah. thing right here? Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah. That, that big bot, you know, that big black line, like, I, I feel like that's a missed opportunity by not having a... um. You know, I I feel like you're you're losing some options there. Um, you know, because if you oh, were for to, sure, if you were to fold that sideways, well, unfold it, have it you know sitting on its side, and then boom, everything you need's right there. So I mean, it's a cool concept, but it just 
you know, they, I think they just missed the mark. I do, yeah. And th- this next one here, like the, the says that the best gaming laptop was uh, what you call it, the Alienware. I'm not a big fan of Alienware because I'm Alienware not is a, glor- a fan of Alienware. I it's, think it's, they're they're overpriced. It's a glorified Dell. Yeah, it's glorified Dell. They're overpriced. Their cases suck. Now they did have that one case uh, about the same time where uh, you know you're my uh, Samsung rep when I was working at, um, uh, which yeah. Oh, that's some nerd Sam's news Club. we could get into here in a minute. Uh, Gypsy, because she used to, Gypsy and her mom used to come in. Did you ever see them? Really? No, I I didn't know that. I, I no. Oh I, man, I didn't know about I didn't know about this whole Gypsy thing until it came news. They used to come into the Sands Club. They used to come. Uh, in, they uh, used to spend one? so much. You were time. Campbell, right? No, we weren't. I was uh, Sunshine. Sunshine, Sunshine. Yeah. Okay. Used to hang out over at the. Um, what do you call that place? Um, uh, over at the the photo uh, place for a while, and I always thought it was super weird because she was always inside the cart. Like her mom would push her around, she was inside the cart, and I always wondered why because it didn't look like she mm. was atrophied or anything. You know, I feel like if she couldn't move the way that you know they were expecting, like maybe she would have been in a like a wheelchair or something. Versus just having her mom put put her in the cart, but no, she sat her in the cart. She hung out. She always had a mask on. Her head was always bald. She always had the cap on. You know, something was always off. And like, interesting. You know, it was a, obviously a very sad situation. But Jesus Christ, the whole Munchausen by proxy situation. Uh, mm-hmm. And now she's like some influencer, and she's like, what? Like, I remember seeing some things. She was in New York. Oh no, she's she's got so many you know, book deals and this going on and that going on. No, she's making a lot of money right now because, you know, granted, like I, I don't feel bad for her mom at all. Um, I kind of feel bad that the guy who actually killed the mom got life because obviously he was mentally not there. I feel like he probably should have gotten some kind of, you know, some kind of, um, either a shortened sentence or he should have been. She's going to have a lot of long-term health issues though. As oh yeah, all the shit that her mom pumped into her. Like, uh, mm-hmm. pretty sure she got chemo and other things going on. You know, she had the the feeding tube. Oh man, yeah, she, I think she she had some she had some things removed. She talked about yeah. So, um, but dude, that brings me back. <laughs> that was my favorite Sands Club to go to. Well, I so, was there. Duh. Uh, besides you, I mean, um, then you have what's that that one chick? Um, Zenip Azib? Huh? Zenip? Who? Zenip? Zen- yeah. Zenip? Yeah. I Actually, I tried she to add was... it. She, huh? she had her moments where she was either super awesome or she was a raging you-know-what. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I tried adding her back because uh, on, on on Twitter, it's like, oh, your friend Zanip is is on there. I'm like, oh, I'll add her. And then I checked her on Facebook. Apparently, she's like unfriended everybody except for like super close friends and, and family. So I'm like, yeah, I just wonder how she's doing. So, um, yeah, that was an interesting But um, you also had Sarah Page. Oh, I miss Sarah Page. She was the sweetest, uh, interesting situation. Because I think her husband died, either a car accident or heart issue oh, what? or something. Really? When did this happen? Uh, it happened before she started working at... You're talking about, like, small, mousy little girl, super quiet, super sweet? Yeah, she, yeah no, her, her, no, no. And well, her name was... We had, no, like... she, she, she had a baby where her husband didn't die. You might be thinking of somebody. I mean, yeah, she ended up having a baby. No, she didn't have a baby until after she left. You're thinking about a different Sarah then, because we had a few, a few people. 
she was young and i mean maybe she was like no she was there because she she knew it was um it was not campbell campbell had someone else yeah no but i'm just saying like in terms of somebody being pregnant because i know sarah page the person i'm thinking of i'm pretty sure I'll have to creep her up on Facebook later, and, and yeah, I'm sure this is the first time we'll about. move on from that. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it was good times working there. So, oh yeah, one, uh, just a one of the. It's funny, one of the rapper, <laughs> small rapper show because um, you know, I was the Samsung representative there for for National Retails for a good while. Um, you know, that job ended tragically, unfortunately. Um, you know, uh, the, the people who should not be named pretty much slandered my name and uh said that i didn't do anything i just did not do and do any work but i'm like look when you're going to the same stores every week there's only so much you can talk about yeah so, it's like we already knew about the phones i mean if like obviously you came in and we discussed things but i was on cnet every other day you know like it was up on the yeah the you were it was your background. scene like that was, that was my thing food. well it's not even my I, I just do sales right now. Like right now, my scene is politics and firearms. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I mean, um, man, I just want to talk about that, right? Uh, like, okay, so relating to CES, kind of, but like technology is kind of to an extent gotten boring. There's obviously specific things it, that have come out <laughs> that that are pretty cool, but nothing's revolutionary. <laughs> nothing's like that that extra plus. You know, everything's like no. Oh. That, that's all I was gonna say about the CES. Like I, I've been like this is one of the events I, I've always looked forward to, and mm-hmm. this the last few years it hasn't been anything like um, you know, uh, like Samsung got an applaud because not this year but the year before in 2022, they released their first OLED TV. Oh yeah, great! You're way behind the mark, Samsung. Yeah. Um, you know, Samsung's not really innovating like they used to. LG's innovating with that transparent thing, and then they're. Last year they did a, a full on wireless TV. Um, you know what they're doing now with the transparent stuff that you were talking about. I can unplug this. What am I doing? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, so, but uh, yeah, but I mean, as far as computers, like honestly, like you know, like this new ZenBook. I don't know what kind of graphics card it has, but like the this um this what this M sixteen R two Alienware. Uh, I don't, I don't, I didn't see what the specs are in it, but uh, let's see here. Yeah, see, it it comes with the, you know, the the new series, the the Nvidia forty sixty. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I have a thirty sixty Ti. You have what twenty sixty? Twenty seventy super. Okay, so I have the thirty sixty Ti. Both our graphic cards run just about every game. Like, you know, yeah, it's not as good as, you know, the, the 30, you know, 3080 Ti or anything, or 3090 Ti, but there's absolutely no game out there that I can't play. I might have to turn down the graphics a little bit if I, you know, I might not be able to run full ray tracing, but yeah, no, I I could play anything. Yeah, that's something with 3060 Ti is still good. So, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, even like, even here, like, if you notice this year in the CES, they didn't really... Ugh. They usually talk about a lot about mobile phones, and there wasn't a whole lot about mobile. Well, yeah, because phones right now, the only innovative thing that they're doing at the moment is, uh, you know, the folding phones. Those keep getting better and cool. Uh, I saw a lot of um, Roomba-type things. I'm like, don't get me wrong, those are cool. But 
like who fucking care like that's not new it's just like okay you've got a better feature you know cool your 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 Roomba can wipe your ass now awesome (laughs) you know what my favorite (laughs) my favorite thing about the CES this year was I was like cool I want this but then it's pretty expensive um so GE they they've been making household appliances Mm -hmm. and they're releasing their first indoor smoker yeah um, you can have an indoor smoker, um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's, it, what it does. It it has like an uh, an active smoke for, uh, um, filtration technology, and it uses uh, tight caskets and seals to ensure all the smoke stays inside the appliance. So, but yeah, they I mean the guys at the CES used it, the, the demo did, and they they uh it's it worked. Um, but the the thing is, it's it's a steep price um so it's more expensive than an actual smoker um yeah. it's a thousand dollars yeah that was another thing that, that, that i saw in there it's like oh check out this fully electric barbecue pit i'm like okay like that's it's that's a fucking george foreman but it's a it's a ge profile so if you if you don't know anything about ge ge has um they have they have three three brands right they have ge mm-hmm. ge is their everyday a run-of-the-mill consumer thing. Yep. And they have the GE profile. GE profile is kind of like, you know, I want to be fancy, but I don't want to be too fancy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so G, but with the GE profile in home appliances, like, um, I remember when I worked for a certain retailer, people came in like, I want an ice maker. I was like, cool, I got the Insignia ice maker. It's a hundred bucks. I don't want that one. Oh, okay. I I want a different one. All right, the only other ice maker I have in stock is a GE Opal Nugget Maker. Um, and uh, that was like $600 for an ice maker. Tabletop ice maker. I don't know how fancy that thing did, but it's whatever. So, and then GE has their, their premium line, which is the Cafe series. So I don't know if you heard, if you've seen Cafe stuff. Cafe is top notch. Mm-hmm. So they, 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 they kind of release, you know, so GE is getting getting around, but they're 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 in home appliances like the smoker and the and their ice maker. It's just, it's fancy. I don't know if I'll pay a thousand dollars for it. The smoker, I mean, the smoker sounds cool. It'd be nice to be able to smoke things inside. But you know, but going back to you know again, like oh yeah, it's an electric barbecue pit. Like yeah, I've got a George Herman. Whatever, I could grill things inside yeah. too. But do you want to see my all time favorite uh, GE product? What is that? That is my favorite GE product. The gun or the 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 That's airplane the A- looking thing. The the gun on the war on the airplane looking thingy. Yeah, it's the A10 Warhog. It goes Bert. GE GE made that gun. Yes, no GE. Uh, yeah, GE does a lot of uh, defense products. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, so, not only are they so not only are they good at uh, spinning spinning washing machines, they're also good at spinning death. It will clean will clean your house, but will kill you too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there won't be a house for you to clean afterwards. <laughs> so, um, what do you think about MCI, um, MCI, M- MSI getting into the handheld world now with um competing against the the Steam Deck or Claw? I mean, they could have they could have done it years ago. I mean, that's really yeah. how I feel about it. You know, again, again, you know, CES is like okay. This is all old shit. You know, I think the biggest focus this year for uh, Forum was um, AI. 
you know, and yeah. AI's God, that's such a, a, a hard thing to unpack. Cause like, am I super we excited for AI? The... Yes. Am I terrified of AI? Yes. yes. <laughs> Skynet. Okay. Yeah. Come exactly. on now. Um, yeah, I was going to talk about that because they, 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 uh, Honda released this, um, car, the saloon, um, which is going to be using chat, uh, chat, G, uh, chat GPT mm-hmm. to enter, enter commands. So, yeah. uh, AI powered all the way BMW right there. BMW had a big, a big showcase on one of their cars. Uh, so they've got, you know, AI, um, no, AI, uh, what is that? Uh, not chat productive, not verb predictive. What do they call that? Uh, language model. Yeah large mm, language mm-hmm. models inside of their vehicles which i wonder if those are if that's actually inside that's one thing i should probably look up whether or not it's actually inside of the car or if that is something that is uh internet required so if i'm driving you know bfe nowhere and i have no internet connection what what good is it right there's a pair of headphones that sennheiser released but you know but still like uh, you know it's just one of those things. Like we 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 keep touching on it. Um, there's just there's just not a whole lot of uh, you know. There's nothing new under the sun anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah. So it's... and it's kind of weird because gaming gaming goes back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. Some of like some of the some of the best games, um, are indie games, and you know, like if, if you look at Twitch, like. Look at the Fortnite, League of Legends. Those are two of the best viewed games online, and they're nowhere near 4K. So, League of Legends is what came on like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they updated it. it; looks better than what it did in, in 2000. But it's just it's one of those things. It's just you know, like we're progressing, but yet we're regressing, yeah. and a lot of people, you know. A lot of people are really into retro stuff and, you know, really, really, really like that stuff. So side note, just because I'm still obsessing over trying to find this stupid game that I'm thinking about. Uh, what are those achieve- achievements? Never mind. I just figured it out. Continue. Not, there's not there's really not a whole lot that they've uh, come up with. But uh, let's see here. Indoor smoker. Um, we talked about that laptop. The OLED. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Samsung's music frame. Did you see this? Oh no, I didn't. I missed that one. So, um, you know how Samsung has the frame TV where you literally it's just so flush with the wall, and you can and it's got the you can make it look like a piece of art, and so it's like, oh, is this is a TV or is yeah. this an art piece? It's a TV. It's obvious. It's a TV. You, I mean, yeah. I, you can't. I don't know how people like whatever. So they're releasing this thing called the 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 music frame. Um, it does the same thing, but for wireless speakers. So instead of a screen, it's a piece of art to the uh, the display. Um, for album covers that you can swap pretty easily, hmm. and um, it's just wireless speakers. Uh, it, the music frame includes two woofers and two tweeters and two mid-range drivers, and it supports Dolby Atmos. Um, for those who don't know, Dolby Atmos is um overhead sound. Um, you ever go to a movie theater, you feel like something's right above you. That's Dolby Atmos. It's the easiest way to explain it. There are upward firing speakers. So, if you would have asked me that two years ago, I'd have been like, "Huh?" Yeah. <laughs> but I now know. But yeah, the the, the reviews they got, they said it, it didn't really sound that good. It wasn't like you know, 
Um, and so they said this wouldn't be noteworthy if the frame didn't sound good, but in the in our demo, the frame, you know, and then demo, you know, it, I it, you know, they said it did, I guess, but I don't know. It's kind of interesting. They're just trying to make everything look more artsy. Yeah. But the frame TV is just one of those things. It's a uh, you pay you you pay more for a frame TV than you do an actual OLED TV for aesthetics. It's like, you know, that <clears throat> that's what people want. They want aesthetics. Mm-hmm. They want it to look pretty in their house and not worry about. Oh, and I get that. I mean, else. again, it's it's about the whole AI thing. You know, it's like I would love to have a fridge where I'm able to track, you know, how much, you know, food I've got in there, what's about to expire. Because uh, who was was it? LG. I think LG was was demonstrating their new, mm-hmm. new lineup. And yeah, and it's only like a prototype. It's only able to identify like 30 different food items right now. But, you know, like, okay, I'm going to put some uh, broccoli in there. Cool. And then on the big display on the right hand side, boom, it's like, all right, you have this in there. You have that in there. Okay. Based on everything that you have inside of your, your uh, fridge right now, you're able to make, you know, these types of foods, you know, stuff super awesome, but it's like, you know, it's not necessary. But of course you could say the same thing about, Cell phones, like, yeah, I don't need to have a cell phone in order to communicate with you. I could call you over a landline. I could send you a fucking carrier pigeon, you know. But right. it's it's the the nice it's the things in life that makes life, you know, easier to do. So you have more time to do other things, which is great. You know, that's how we have innovation in the first place. If I'm ha- not having to go outside and chop wood for for heat, I'm able to work on an invention. I'm able to work in a business. I can you know, write a book. Um, so, you know, me, I've got a huge tinfoil hat, so I don't want to get everything super high tech, but at the same time, I, I I also dream about living somewhere where all I have to do is, you know, kind of like Wally, I can sit in a fucking chair all day <laughs> and just, you know, scooter me around and do everything that I need to. It's got all my entertainment there. Right. Yeah, n- nothing really. Th- the biggest thing that stood out to me at the CES was the OLED TV. But like, I'm surprised this year there were there wasn't a whole lot of speaking on the AI <laughs> animals. Um, in the past years, they used to have a bunch of AI animals. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really have a whole lot this year. Um, also didn't there wasn't a whole lot about vacuums either for whatever reason. That was a big thing too. Um. But Samsung released this thing called the the Bali, the Bali. It was kind of stupid. Yeah. So, but, I mean, there's not really a whole lot left to, to, to really discuss as far as that. We've got to cover a little bit of everything of what they released. Yeah, a lot of AI stuff on cars. That's the scariest thing. Now, there's but, some cool stuff that I saw uh, in terms of, the ability uh, uh some like paint changing like the the it wasn't e ink i forgot what they they called it but pretty much you had the ability that you're able to um you know just hit a button and then boom you're you're the out the external of your your car just started changing colors it's pretty cool yeah again not necessary but definitely cool like i said there's a lot of cool stuff at uh i really that's what we should have done. We should have been like, oh, these are the coolest things that I saw on CES, which really, for me, I think the coolest things was the TV. I think the paint changing on the car, although the, yeah, the, the color of the car changing, that's 
pretty awesome. One cool thing that Amazon announced was um I don't know if you read Matter they they're they're officially uh partnering with Matter. Mm-hmm. Um so they're gonna do Matter casting on their Fire TVs and Echo Show fifteen. Okay. Um if you're not familiar with the are you familiar with the Matter with Matter? I'm not, no. Um so we have all these platforms, Google, Siri, Cortana, mm-hmm. Alexa. Um Matter is one centralized device that controls all of them. So it doesn't really matter it doesn't really matter what you use. You have matter. Mm-hmm. Then you can like you can hook up your Alexa to it and now it's matter. And it does it controls everything. That's actually pretty so, cool. So it's gonna be one one centralized AI that takes care of all that stuff. So then you can like you know so you can have anyone in the house. You can have Google, Alexa, Siri, Cortana and hook up to Matter. So that's the standard. Um and so they're um they're doing that. So um, real quick, because you know, I'm, I'm I'm bringing stuff up that I'm doing. So I'm scrolling through right now, looking at all my different games that I've played and I've got achievements on. And some of these games I remember going to, um, what's that place called Blockbuster and renting them. Mm-hmm. You know the good the good old days. Blockbuster. I used to rent some of the games from there. Oh yeah, no, because so... one of the games was um. Shit, final scroll all the way to the bottom again. Uh, it was... Uh, I just passed it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rainbow Six Vegas. Totally rented that one. That was a fun one to play. Hmm. Oh, Crackdown. I remember that one. That one was nuts. I, that's another game that I rented. Sam had 0 out of 50. Oh, it doesn't have any of my fucking achievement points on here. What the fuck? I had so much gamer score back in the day. I stopped caring about achievements. Well, yeah, back back in the day, like back on the Xbox 360, that that's what you did. I mean, it's not that you didn't play games online, but you know, you'd played games for hours, just achievement hunting. You know, I beat everything Assassin. Well, I, I lied. The uh, Assassin's Creeds, I got everything that wasn't a collectible. If it was a collectible, <laughs> where I had to literally search everywhere on a map, I kind of just, I just gave up. I'm like, this is this is dumb. Uh, also on Halo, when you play it online, there's something. Oh, you got to get like five headshots, you know, in one, you know, headshot kills in, in one. It's like, I'm not that good. Like, I, everything I did had to be up close and personal. That was about it. So, real quick, mm-hmm. um, no, we forgot. We forgot a word from our sponsor. Dubby. Dubby? Dubby. We love our Duffy here at uh, the Nerdy Face. Actually, so um, let's nerd out about something real quick. So I went ahead. I finally got this. I actually had it shipped to my parents' house instead of my house because I used uh, autofill. Um, look, look, let's take a vote. Show your cup, Tom. Show your cup. I'm going to make a poll, okay? And I want you guys to vote who has the best Dubby. Is it me or is it Tom? I think mine's going to so. win. The only reason why I don't like mine is <laughs> I wish mine was black with the white on it versus the, the red and the white. I'm just not a huge fan. Yeah, of yours red. is way better than mine. I'm still going to make a poll. Do it. So, listener, nerd fam, you know, listen to this podcast. Go on uh, Spotify and vote for the best W Cup. Um, However, so going back to the nerding out a part of it. So, I, I got I got the sampler pack. Uh, here we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go ahead. And, uh, so by the way, while you're watching this, um, you're gonna use the promo code. Uh, surge, S-U-R-G-E. That's right. Get fifteen percent off. Ten percent off your ten percent off. 
So I, I did mine. I got my 10% off. That was great. Um, but I was actually really impressed with it. So I got the sampler pack. It came with the cup, which my cup came with not this cup. Um, it's, I think it's a random cup because I also got the sampler pack. And um, actually, you see, that they changed a little bit. Now they have three energy and, and two hydration. Mm-hmm. So with W just recently released their their hydration line. Um, so if you're not needing energy, but you wanted uh, you wanted a hydration drink um, instead of Gatorade, you can get the the W Hydro, um, which is for hydration. So zero sugar. So it's still it's caffeine free. Zero sugar still better than than Gatorade. So, so I'm not a huge fan of watermelon, and I've had two. I've I had this one. This is the watermelon. Watermelon looks like water watermelon. That one was actually so, lemon. Pretty good. And then, okay, so this one was my favorite so far. This one was delicious. So yeah, zero sugar. Uh, do these these don't have the caffeine in it, but these have the caffeine. No. So when I was playing, the Dragonade my... Dragonade wasn't that great. Yeah, Dragonade was a little too bitter, like definitely too yeah. powdery. That's the only flavor I haven't liked so far. I've enjoyed everything else. I still have two left, uh, but this one was really good. Peach and Beach, Peach and Beach. Uh, I think that's the last uh, one of the last two. I've got I've got Peach and Beach, and I think so, I've got the Galaxy Green uh, Granada. The Galaxy Grenade was really good too. Um, see, mine came with Dub Sludge, which was a granny apple one. That one was delicious. I like that one as well. Okay. But so. uh, I will say, though, uh, so I woke up too late to make myself uh, a pot of coffee in the morning to go play my game yesterday. And I had two of these, one in the morning and one like at like five o'clock in the afternoon. So, again, coffee extract, not a bunch of extra chemicals and ra- uh, crazy things in there. Um, so in terms of doing like an energy drink type thing, I did not get any jitters. Uh, my heart was not racing like if I were to pound a uh, a rock star or something. So <coughs> yeah, no, check out uh, check out Dubby. At yeah, least start off from a cold their, uh, Yeah, if if you don't have one of these uh, shaker cups, you know, get it for nothing else just to get one of those. It's really nice if uh, you're on the go and you just need a. You know, put some powder or whatever in there. You shake it up, boom! It's mixed up, ready to go. And the sampler pack went down in price too. I noticed it's, um, it used to be twenty bucks. Yeah, mine was now 20... it's eighteen forty nine. Yeah, so uh, they they dropped price. I guess they're uh, getting some traction. So yeah, um, promo code W. However, though, I want to do one more thing because I brought it up. Shadow Complex. This was the game that I was talking about. So pretty much, you have like one big, Shadow huge... Complex. Yeah, you have one big huge map that you're able to go back and forth through all these different rooms and everything. So it was a 2D oh, platformer. This image right here. Bring this. Sorry? This image. You see my mouse? No, you don't. No, I don't see your um, mouse. Third row, fourth One, picture. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so you, you Not called, right there, yeah. You called this kind of game, what What? what was that again? It's a, it's a Metroidvania. A Metroidvania. So, which they also A lot say... of Metroidvanias, huh? They they also say that uh, Star Wars uh, Jedi Survivor and uh, those are uh, Metroidvanias. So it's a cool concept. I learned uh, something new today. Uh, Fallen Order Jedi Survivor they'll probably go more along the lines of Dark Soul games, but it's got it does have the Metroidvania elements. Okay, well I guess Dark Soul would be a Metroidvania type game. Too. Right. Well, I guess are Metroidvanias are they specifically two D then? 
typically they are, but most Metroidvanias have a complex map like that. But they typically go to these to these okay. games. Um, but still, you know, um, this the game looks interesting. I never heard of it. It was a good one. Yeah, just a two D platformer. I mean, three uh, you know three D assets, but two. Uh, it was it was a good game. So yeah, no, I, I start mentioning it, and I've been thinking about this the entire game. I finally found it, and I want to play it again. But I don't know. <laughs> If I could ever, oh yeah, it was arcade. It wasn't indie. It was arcade. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, if you want the, I'll, I'll give you a list of Metroidvanias, and you can you can check what some of them are. I can do. Um, I, I well, I would if you really like that type of game, it's a really hard game because it's it's a it's it kind of takes a mix between a Dark Souls two D and a Metroidvania, mm-hmm. um, Hollow Knight. I played some Hollow Knight. That was a fun one. Oh, you played Hollow Knight? Yeah, I played a little bit of it. So, I haven't beaten it, but I. I so that's that's a Metroidvania. That's an old game now. Hollow Knight is legendary, though. I I love oh, the yeah. game. I, I'm I'm waiting for the sequel. Um, I put like 40 hours in that game. It was it was a lot of fun. So, <laughs> but hey, I mean, uh, honestly, this is kind of, you know, we can bullshit all night about stuff. This is kind of, but you know, we're kind of at the end of our podcast. We are. <laughs> you know, we told you about their dubby search promo code search, save ten percent. You know, be sure to check us out on YouTube. Um, there's gonna be uh, I'm kind of you know I'll make the announcement now. Um, we're kind of rebranding a little bit. Uh, as you all know, I have my personal my personal channel called Surge Reviews. Um, we're gonna integrate that into the nerdy phase. So you're gonna see a, on the Nerdy Phase YouTube channel, you're gonna see a lot more. Um, yeah, I'm gonna start uploading my videos on there. As far as uh, we're gonna have shorts, we're gonna have our podcasts. We're gonna have, um, you know, we're, we're gonna have some screen captures of games, like small reels. Um, Surge Gaming Reviews will be changed to the Nerdy Phase as well um, on Instagram. Uh, check it out because on there it's gonna have. All the reels I made for for games I've played, you're gonna see a lot of Overwatch clips, things like that. Um, we're gonna be looking for a more consistent schedule of the the stream. Uh, so my Twitch is the Surge 1182. I'll let you know when that changes over, but I'm gonna see if I can change that over to the Nerdy Face. Um, Facebook, find me on Facebook. The Nerdy Fa- the, the the Nerdy Face Podcast is what it's called. Um, it's going on Facebook. That's our group. Join us. I'll post when I stream there. Um, my Discord as well is called Surge Surge Reviews. That's going to be changed to Nerdy Phase as well. I'll send an invite. I'll put it on on the on the Discord. Sorry, I'll put it on the Facebook so you can all join the Discord as well. And we're also thinking about uh, doing some Let's Plays too. So either mm-hmm. Surge will play or I'll play, and then we'll just uh, we're, upload uh, when we can. You know, last week. Um, I didn't talk about this, but Ray and I we streamed uh, some Lethal Company, and uh, well, I streamed. It. I don't know if he did or not. I streamed some Lethal Company. Did you download and save it at all, or are we expecting an upload? Okay, no. We should. We should I, I, I I was I didn't I thought I was gonna do it. I, I thought Twitch did it automatically, but I guess it doesn't. Nope. I didn't think Twitch didn't save my stuff. Yeah, they're all about so, the stream, but, and that's it. Yeah, I'll make sure it does that for next time. So. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. We we laughed and uh, you know, one of the things about Lethal Company, um, well, we we use Discord to chat because I'm just I just want to chat, you know. But one of the things about Lethal Company is the farther you get away, right, it's harder for you to hear another person. 
and you get closer in proximity, you can hear them again because you're only using walkie-talkies. Cool feature. Yeah, but you know, we're not you know we're not here to to use that feature. We actually want to talk on Discord and interact and see what's going on. Um but he thought it would be funny. Whenever he died, he just muted himself. And I'm like, Ray? Hey, what's going on? Can you hear me? And I'm just like, uh shit, what's going on? Oh, I'm turning this dark corner. Oh and all of a sudden this bug comes right at my face. I freaked out. So um fun game. Uh we won't have a consistent schedule to stream yet. We we will we will discuss that and uh we'll let you know. Um but yeah, we wanna do play games like that. Lethal Company, um probably some Overwatch 2, tabletop simulator. Um be sure to follow us, like and subscribe. That's gonna all be just a nerdy phase soon. Yeah, we are looking to grow um, together. So. Mm-hmm. So and uh, Ray's in here, but also I'll tell you about his stuff. Um, you know, he is I love pie backwards, so it's E I P E V O L I forever, forever, Space forever, Space forever. Um, you he you can find him streaming. Um, he streams on YouTube. Um, I think last I heard, he's been streaming Aliens Fireteam Elite. Um, he's a little bit behind the times, but that's 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 Ray for you, you know. Ray's a good time. He's a good time. So uh, follow him, like and subscribe. He'll have his own stuff that you can subscribe to. Um, but if you want to follow us as a whole and see everyone playing together as a whole, we'll be playing together as Nerdy Phase on our own streaming platforms. But you know, you can you can see who's who, and then you can like. Uh, switch to whoever you want to watch. So if yeah, you want to we'll, see we'll my beautiful to, face, uh, Facebook. Oh, sorry, not to f- Facebook. Shit, to uh, YouTube. <laughs> if you want to see my beautiful face, it's a nerdy face. You know, you want to see Ray's ugly mug? Go to Epolivla. I love pie backwards. <laughs> I don't know. How we, I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. E E P. I don't know. Epi. I he he'll tell you. He can he can say it backwards. Apparently. So unless he made it up, I don't know. Yeah, lying but... son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's all the news we have for you. That's all the fun we have. Um, as always, like and subscribe. Um, at the end of the video, you will see where you can find us. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, the Twitter, and you can find us on Instagram. And you can listen to this podcast where you like to listen to your podcasts. Amazon. Audible, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and of course Spotify and Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. That's not called music. Sorry. Sorry. But yeah. Hey, as always, Nerd Fam, stay classy and we'll see you next time. Deuces.